we could do like a role play. Ooh, Alex, my bike. <laughs> I have a flat tire. My tires tire. are flat. Can you help me pump up the bike, please? I'll help you pump up your tires. <laughs> I think. I think we should go buy some suits right now. If, I feel like this is going to turn into like a porno situation. It's not, John. And welcome, welcome back, back to Kimothy Straight! I'm John, she's Alex, and we all hate her. <laughs> we do. We were just arguing for like, what? 45 40 minutes. minutes before this. Hands on And funny. it wasn't even about relationship stuff, it was about work stuff. What's more awkward do, is... I would never want to work for John, that's all that I'm saying. I think work I'm, for me, because I'm nice. Your business sense is horrible horrible and money management is okay you would bankrupt us immediately <laughs> everyone the most awkward thing is we dollars. were arguing with each other for 45 minutes while goo was trying to hit play on the <laughs> on the podcast you mean record record <laughs> how are you john oh god it's just what we're what? learning what we're learning you nothing out? we're learning you well you stress learning. me out you're just you so like you stress me out aggressive you just like to think of the hypotheticals and you're like but what if this i'm like well we'll cross that bridge when we get it's there it's not a hypothetical yeah, it's definitely you, gonna happen so it's good to talk about future plans for business but your future is like so it's not that far it's not that annoying. far ahead. you're just annoying let's just leave it at that okay <laughs> but Anyways. in general just like Working with your spouse. I was just going to say, this is a little like, bit of like the behind the scenes of working with your spouse. But, but doing new things. No, no, don't each touch Hold my hand. Thank you. <laughs> but this is good. It's help. We're just doing new things. I think we're working learning. together has like helped us in our relationship because we communicate. We have we to have communicate. To. Yeah. Right now, our business hats are on. Like, you're not my wife right now. Right. Right now, you're it's You're my like, enemy. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Business partner. That's not how you should look at it, Alex. You're toxic. <laughs> L for the wife. I'm just kidding. Somebody struck a nerve with Alex in the comments. I mean, whatever. Don't even we look know at him. that we're fine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Anyway, I'm proud of us though. We're, I'm just saying we're learning. We're learning together. We're growing together. We're gonna, we're gonna clash, and we gotta try to like. The thing is, I feel like we're always like, oh, these are just growing pains. But like, we're always going through growing constantly. pains. We're constantly like transitioning into new parts of our business, new, new opportunities, and it's just like we're always having to develop and grow and do it as business partners, but also as husband and wife. Right. And it is a challenge, but it's fun. But it like, you know, we definitely communicating is number one. Right. Well, it it's all. also good. We're doing this with our first employee, Goo, because yeah. he's my best friend. Otherwise, and we would not have an employee. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, we're not doing any of this the right way. We shouldn't be talking about business in front of him 100%. like two feet away you're like we should pay him this much and i'm like no we should pay him this much <laughs> we should hire him full time we should yeah, do that like, yeah. oh my god he's just sitting there like what the fuck he's is happening like, listen can i just hit the record button yeah then... he's like uh let me just do what you're actually paying me to do right now. we were off to such like a fast start this morning too like we got up we we're at an airbnb the th third airbnb because we had to shoot something at a pool and like the landlord basically called us and was like, they need to remove the fridge and we had to leave early. So At we left. At 8 a.m. I was like, uh, sir, checkout's not till 10. I, I should be sleeping now, but we were up early. <laughs> but then we like got work done. I was like, oh, we're 
We're getting it. We're getting fine. after it this morning. It's fine, getting an early start. I mean, whatever. I we, guess this was still work. I mean, yeah, it was still it was still a productive work conversation. We would right. have had this conversation regardless. Everyone's probably like, "All right, get to the fucking point." All right, sorry. Moving on. We're Moving just continuing on. this. But how was your week overall, John? Fine. Good. Productive. <laughs> grinding away. I feel like, you know, our schedule's crazy. We're we're getting stuff. I just want to find losing stuff. <laughs> some time to that. And that is what's crazy about our schedule. It's always updating. I'm like, it would be nice to just know what we're doing, you know, next week and the next week, but it's always changing, which is fun. Well, people probably want to know like about our schedule, what it's like. I mean, every day is different and it's like highs and lows. Like we get this awesome deal. It's like when people ask us about kids, or, it's like, I would it would just add another obstacle into our life at this point. And that's why I'm like, we're not ready for kids at this point in our life because it's just so hectic. But maybe it would help us settle down. Trying to find somebody to watch Kobe's enough work right yeah, now. True. Yeah. I would like to try to schedule a trip to New York though. I miss my fam. Well, we Jesus, are everyone. It is business related. See? But like, is it? Because the dates keep changing. <laughs> so it's like I don't want to have to rely on business to take us to new york i know but let's if, just book a nice leisurely trip or i will of course i want to go to new york don't just cut me out of that first off and make me look like a dickhead i also want to go to I new york i didn't say but I you're was like, like but i'll just go by because myself because you're like well i don't need to we'll go for business i'm like i just want to go i definitely want to go but we also have to go for three other things so hopefully we can get all those together at once because or go four different times like that we can't do that it just doesn't work for us it's not in the cards. But anyways. I'm just tired. My brain hurts. <laughs> like, Stop I'm stressed. So over it's, this. What we do this week? 1130 know. in the morning and I'm just like stressed to the max. Why are you stressed? You stress me out. There's just, nothing to be stressed about. Like it's all good things. You. You stress me out. Like, And I don't think you you're, think you're stressed, but how you talk sounds stressed. You mean like just my voice itself? Like straining. You're like, hey. <laughs> 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 you know, your face stresses me out. It's like your mustache. Something about your face. I just Something about punch. your face. What? How about your week? Real quick and then get into the questions. It was good. Cool. <laughs> Anything? My like feet are still sore from this the premiere. Event, the Barbie yeah. premiere. One time it made me think like one time in college or maybe after college, I was working a wedding and it was like one of my first weddings that I did and I wore a heel and then my toes were numb for like weeks or months after. And I'm like, mine what? was our wedding. Oh, Remember yeah. the shoes I got and my whole big toes. Yeah. Numb. I was like, is this like, going to come back? I think comfy shoes really is huge. Yeah, such a huge factor. I'm like, otherwise you're fucked for weeks yeah. on the road. And then we wore sneakers the other day, new shoes, and I got a blister from that. Can't win. I was actually worried about, because I've been seeing all those videos. Remember that TikTok we saw of the woman who got her feet? She was in Thailand and the little fishes were like eating her feet, the dead skin. And she had like a cut and it got infected and then and she lost her foot. She amputated her foot. And so when we were Just in the- like, don't do things if- But like, we were in the hot tub at the Airbnb because my all my heels are ripped apart from the shoes. It's like, am I going to get a staph infection? Oh, I, I could like smell the chlorine that they had dumped in that, in that hot Speaking tub. Speaking of the Airbnb, by the way, apparently- this house had like whoever the guests were the weekend before had a rager. A rager. And so the f the day we got there, the Airbnb landlord called us. He's like, hey, I have some my housekeeper coming to remove some furniture. 
And it wasn't some. They were there for three hours removing beds, beds chairs, chairs, tables, because it was all broken furniture that they had, I guess, like moved into the garage. So I was like, what in this house was broken? Like, I don't know. Everything looks fine. They must have replaced it all for when we were staying there. Because, yeah, they were unloading the garage with for hours with all of this stuff. It was wild. I'm like, I just would have, I would hate to be their neighbors for sure. I mean, it makes me not want to rent. No, I always told you renting house out long term. Yeah, but like short term. Yeah, oof. no. Well, I think it depends. I I don't know anyone. I guess some people have had good experiences with Airbnb, but it's like you do have to prepare for people to just be disrespectful of your space. I can't believe people do that. That's so like it was so ugh. much furniture broken and destroyed. Like it looked like like the beds were covered in like dirt and, and shit. So, yeah. They must have like threw it in the pool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Crazy. Can't Anyways. relate. I don't think that I've ever at any point in my life Meanwhile, been disrespectful us, we, like, to someone's property. We like shot a video and then we like had a glass of wine by the pool and then <laughs> yeah. went to bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bed by nine. <laughs> yeah. We're like, goodbye. Anyway, should we jump into our questions, Sean? Dive in. And this podcast episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Are you tired of endlessly searching for the perfect doctor? Well, wipe those tears away and put down that ice cream because we have the solution for you. Introducing ZocDoc, the one-stop destination to find and book the doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. Once you find the doc you want, you could book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. With ZocDoc, you could say goodbye to the hassle of asking everyone you know for recommendations. This free app connects you with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You could easily filter your search base on your insurance, location, and the specific condition you need treatment for. But wait, there's more. Many of their doctors have appointments available within 24 hours, ensuring that you get the care you need when you need it. No more waiting weeks or even months for an appointment. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to take charge of your healthcare. Head over to ZocDoc.com backslash straight and download the ZocDoc app for free today. Find and book a top-rated doctor who truly understands you and makes you feel comfortable. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash straight. ZocDoc.com slash straight. Take the first step towards better healthcare with ZocDoc. Here we go. I think my partner lies to me about how much he earns, and I think that's because he earns less than me, but I'm okay with it. He knows exactly what I make, and I've given him access to my pay slips. He gets annoyed when I ask to see bills or do spreadsheets of our finances because that means I need to look at his pay slips. What should I do? So he's probably embarrassed. I mean, I'm like, are you married? Like, why do you need to do spreadsheets oh, that's together? Oh, true. If you're not married, like... I don't know. It seems a little invasive if you're like asking about that. But I guess like, I don't know. Talk you should about talk about finances. finances though. Like if you're in a relationship, that should be something that you should be openly talking about. Talk about. Right. But, but you looking at like actual pay stubs. I'm like. But this person is making it seem like he's lying. Is he lying or he's just not talking about it? I don't know. Well, we don't know. <laughs> but if he's if he's just not talking about it, then that's one thing. But if he's lying about no, something... No, well, it says, I think my partner lies to me about how much he earns, and I think that's because he earns less than me, and I'm okay with that. So, like, telling so, you so one he's, thing... He's got, like, a... Uh, and then, whatever. I just think finances are what can break people apart. It's 
normal to be open about it. Like to be embarrassed of your finances is only going to set you back. So if anything, you need to create a safe space for your partner to be open with you about their finances. I mean, like, I don't give a fuck about what you So really like starting the conversation off with like, listen, we're a team. We're a team. My money. The more we know, the better, because then all we could do is glow up. True, because you could be like, if this relationship's going somewhere where you're going to get married, be like, eventually we're going to be one. Right. You know? We got to know. Mine is yours. Yours is mine, babe. Exactly. It doesn't matter. But again, I think that money can be such a taboo topic, but like with your partner, it shouldn't be. Taboo, but like, but then again, it's one of like the main topics you need to talk about before getting fucking married. I like that though. Safe space. Creating a safe space for them to like, Well, you don't want to make someone feel less than for making a certain amount, you know, because that's not what it is. Like you're working as a team, your partner's in crime. (laughs) Next question. I, 23 female, have been unfaithful to my partner, 33 male. We've been together for five years. I'm pretty sure he knows when and with who too, but every time he's brought it up, I've denied it. I want us to be together long-term, as in forever, but I'm scared that if I own up to it, it will change everything and I'll never be completely myself with him. If owning up to it is the right thing to do, how do I approach it while preserving everything we have? Or do I just accept that it may ruin the relationship forever and move on? Is she still cheating on him? I don't think so. All she wrote was, I've been unfaithful to my partner. Honesty is the best policy, If baby. you're still fucking someone else? I don't think so. It just says, I have been unfaithful. Like, I'm not being unfaithful. Well, I just feel like you couldn't tell us that one detail because I think that's the start of it, right? I think that's... Just end it. Like, okay, she said, I was unfaithful. I was unfaithful. She's denying it now. She wants it to be right. She's not continuing to do it. You don't know that. You technically don't... Bro. She said, I don't do it anymore. It does Whatever. Because I think the first step before you be like, should I tell him, should I not tell him? Your first step is like... You I, wanna, mean, I feel like you're just like creating if you want to be with this per- in this relationship <laughs> and I'm just like John re- like read the question for as it is take it for as it is if she was still fucking someone else she maybe would have said something assume that they're not okay done answer <laughs> give her advice I'm sick of you today <laughs> next question yeah fucking say something to him obviously you're gonna just your life's already ruined don't ruin his life more (laughs) yeah i just think that too this is going to eat you up inside but also look at your relationship like are you really happy in your relationship like yeah it's just as much for you as it is for him but yeah of course it's gonna fuck him up but you fucked up like of course this isn't gonna be a good thing for your relationship like but it's better to be honest and then move on from it like she's for the streets I think it's really selfish for you She's to for not say streets. anything. <laughs> She's for the streets. She's for the streets. Listen, people make mistakes, but you gotta. Because be- in my head, I'm still thinking you're still fucking this dude. Because <laughs> exactly. you technically didn't say you weren't. But you have to own up to who you are. It's about being self-aware. The truth will and set respecting you free. Your partner. Should we just like end this episode today? The I truth feel will like set you free. We're not. All right. No, I no no it is. <laughs> okay. Bullet points. Bullet points. <laughs> you hate when I do in conclusion and you're like, well, you're like, we're not giving good advice, but you did. It's okay. like, you, you need to tell him. Yeah. Not only for yourself, but for him, it's going to hurt him, but it's going to at least let him be free and like live his life. And- well, or make a decision together as a, as a unit and be like, where do we go from here? Either you separate True. or you work. Through and I obviously that respect together. his decision either way. It's really not 
the ball's in his court after you say something. But well, it's also up to you if you even want to be in that relationship anymore or not. I, but do, you still need to say something to him either no, 100%. fucking way. percent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. My fiance and I are having a long engagement, but some days. <laughs> Imagine we just like stop this podcast and just like talk about something else the rest of the time. Like, let's talk about Kobe. He's so cute. Go. <laughs> okay. My After this podcast <laughs> is done, we're done talking for the day. You don't want to talk to me. This Guys, is how my day is going to go after this. I'm going to get off this fucking mic. You're going to finish editing the one TikTok for today. And then we either go to the gym together or we don't. Oh, fuck. We have dinner tonight. Yeah, we do. So we have to be, we have to be good to each other. What? <laughs> we have to put on our happy faces. We have to look like we like each other. <laughs> just don't even look at me at dinner. I'm just like gonna look forward at at our friends. Guys, this is this is the only reason why we have the podcast. It's because it's my time to force John to talk to me. Because otherwise he doesn't talk to me. Go. Next question. <laughs> Next question. My fiance and I are having a long engagement, but some days secretly eloping sounds better than waiting another year to finally be together. However, we're both finishing college and are using this time to work and save for the wedding and a house. How do we romanticize this period when it seems like we are just waiting for the future? God, I was not paying attention. Say it again. John, you listen. Say your part. You say your part first. What do you think? And are you going to like try to fill in what like the blanks, like what the... What do you think about this question? I think that she should definitely move to Florida with her best friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with this scenario. <laughs> and I think that she should save her dog. She should save <laughs> Number one, save your dog. And then number two, you should move to Florida with your friend. I think it's a great idea. Live your life. Next question. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay. No, John. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. I'm sweating. I hate when you do that. I don't laugh like that. Okay. No, what is uh, well, actually that's my fault. This whole Exactly. This is my fault. Fuck you. I'm like you're sorry. trying to blame me for this podcast going off the rails. Pay the fuck attention, John. Look at me. Look at me in the eyes while I read this question right, and well. I don't look at you. My fiance and I are in a long-term engagement. But some days secretly eloping sounds better than waiting another year to finally be together. All right, I got it. You should elope. Listen, however, we're both finishing college and are using this time to work and save for the wedding and a house. How do we romanticize this period when it seems like we're just waiting for the future? I think because John doesn't deserve the platform to say anything sure, right now. I agree. That you you are living it like when you when you get married, like you're already together. Like Yes, getting married seems like this, you know, great thing, but it's like you're you're already living in it. You're enjoy enjoy the now. Like it's part of your journey, you know. But it's like having having the marriage certificate is what's going to feel like it's going to make a difference for you guys. Stop like you you're so distracting. What's your advice, John? I think they should elope. <laughs> Cuz like the longer you wait I know people that like their engagement went on for years. I know multiple people. And what's Some wrong with that? Some of them ended so up what? not being getting together. Oh well, then that's probably a good thing. But if you, if I you don't know. But maybe solidifying something. Maybe if you can't get through a long engagement together and like at the end be married, then you're probably not supposed to be married to that person. Right. The only devil's advocate I'm trying to be here is like if you do get married, it's almost like. 
it pushes you into like uh to solidifying that and like okay we are married we need like getting a place together doing this and that where it's like if you're engaged it's kind of like wazzy woozy still finishing college and using the time to work and save for the wedding and a house like if you don't feel like saving for the wedding but either way you're gonna have to save for a house like I don't know. I just like to be waiting for the future. I just don't like that terminology of it. Like unless you're of a certain age and you're like trying to push to have kids. Sure. I get that. But it's just like you're living in your future. Like you're in it now. Enjoy the journey. What I will say about that is you basically are saying like you have too much shit going on now to do the wedding now and afford it, whatever. But fast forward a year from now, it's going to be something else that's going to make you too busy or financially strapped to, to do it. Like whether it's finishing school or then now you're done with school, but you're paying for loans or whatever. You know, I'm just saying like, I wouldn't use that as the reason to wait because it'll right. always be something. Oh, true. And that's a good point too. We just like don't wait when it comes to anything. But I mean, like we had a year long engagement, but I think that like if to a big wedding isn't aligned with both of you, fuck it, just get married now. Why the fuck? Like just stop putting off, putting it off. If like you really feel that way. But I'm saying that like, you shouldn't feel like you can't romanticize this period now because it is, you know, it's part of your journey. Right. I agree. Next question. I've been in a relationship for four years. In the beginning, my boyfriend's beliefs were about coexisting and or enlightenment, generally positive. However, in the last few years, it has turned into conspiracies, very heavy in politics and some negativity. I still love him and know that people change, but how do I navigate these changes? Sometimes we don't agree on beliefs or political views and end up in arguments. He often tries to push his views on me and I have to keep telling him to respect my beliefs coexist and what was the first enlightenment thing? enlighten me what is that does that just mean like everyone can have their own beliefs what a drastic turn and, am i dumb like is that what that means like coexisting when i think because yeah i was gonna say <laughs> when i think of coexist i think of like that bumper sticker on subarus oh where it's like all the different religions oh, right yeah yeah exactly so like everyone peace and love we should all live like, together do your own thing in harmony got it but now he's very into conspiracy theories heavy into politics and whatever it's just like ruining her vibe listen if he's no longer like sharing the same values as you but like it goes deeper into your relationship and it's affecting how you guys are romantic with each other emotionally connecting like all these things is that like, is he, if, if you met him with who he is today, like, would you still want to be with him? I don't know. I think change and growth is a good thing I mean, or can be a good thing, but that what a drastic change in like, but I, I've never been in a relationship view. with someone where someone's views have changed like drastically. I think it's good to be open-minded about certain things, but I've had some friends or like one friend in particular right. who literally went off the rails when it came to just like politics. politics and just became such like a negative energy where it kind of just like naturally, we just like parted ways from each other. But like, I don't think that that is you know, normal behavior for that to like really just become someone's personality. Unfortunately, I think it is. I think, think a lot is? of people are so politically tranced and they like to push their agenda or view on other people. And I'm like, dude, we all go believe our own thing. To each their own. Same thing with religion, all that to each their own. And just like to push your narrative on someone else. Like, dude, shut the fuck also, up. Also, it's just difficult when you're in a relationship with someone like that because they do represent both of you as a whole. Like, for example, this person, this friend who I had, like, 
it is her relationship, you know, like it's not just her, but it's her husband too. And I'm like, it, it is a reflection like, of turn you into the same person as almost. well. Yeah. So I'm like, if this isn't something that you feel like is part of your identity, I don't know. That's a talk that you're going to have to have with yourself. Like, do you politics, religion, finance, children? I'm missing some, but those are all, again, that's one of the huge topics. Do you think that you could still be with someone though, who has such like differing beliefs as you? If they don't try to push their agenda right. on me or their views, like, dude, you believe in what you want. Like I'm cause I don't do that to other people. So I would expect the same respect from my partner. Yeah. I think but it's if mutual. you're just constantly like in my face about it, that's going to get annoying real that's, quick. I think what it is. Cause I think like you can have friends who have differing beliefs as you as well, but it's like, let's just like, you know, but where's the where's other. the reprieve? Because if you're a partner, you live with that person. Right. It's like you're with them all the time. Like, fuck. I think it's probably more difficult if it is your partner, but that's just yeah, again gonna be something that you have to come to terms with and decide if it's worth it. Like people are very layered, but you know. Anyway, next question. Next question. And as a reminder, today's podcast is sponsored by ZocDoc. Are you tired of endlessly searching for the perfect doctor? Well, wipe those tears away and put down that ice cream because we have the solution for you. Introducing ZocDoc, the one-stop destination to find and book the doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. <laughs> Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. With ZocDoc, you can say goodbye to the hassle of asking everyone you know for recommendations. This free app connects you with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can easily filter your search based on your insurance, location, and the specific condition you need treatment for. But wait, there's more. Many other doctors have appointments available within 24 hours, ensuring that you get the care you need when you need it most. No more waiting weeks or even months for an appointment. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to take charge of your healthcare. Head over to ZocDoc.com backslash straight and download the ZocDoc app for free today. Find and book a top-rated doctor who truly understands you and makes you feel comfortable. That's zocdoc.com backslash straight. Zocdoc.com backslash straight. Take the first step towards a better healthcare with Zocdoc. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years. We are both in our 20s and love each other dearly. We got together in our teenage years, and I say that because I've never had a hoe phase. I love our sex life and the relationship we have, but every so often I think about what other penises would feel like. I hate that I feel this way, and I've expressed this to him before, but sugarcoated it. I've thought to myself that if I loved our sex life so much, then why would I be thinking this way? He makes me feel good in bed, but sometimes I want more. What are your thoughts? <laughs> what? What else do you want? Well, she wants more. More what? More pee-pee? <laughs> <laughs> why did you say it like you that? <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, sorry. Unfortunately. Listen, I just want to break it to you that... The having, grass isn't always greener. Yeah, the grass isn't always greener. And... You're, you're not probably missing out on much. Does she want think. different PP or does she want more PP? Does she want more PP at the same time? There's a lot of, okay. I don't know. I think it's probably a natural thought to have when you've only, I'm ignoring John. It's probably a natural thought to have when you've only been with one person. Like what else is out there? But I think it, it really boils down to more of an emotional connection in like, 
that's what creates a good bedroom experience. Like, yeah, you could be a hoe, but like, it's not going to fulfill you or like really satisfy you. Like when you're in your hoe phase and you're just getting D, like it's not good D. How would you know, Alex? <laughs> I was not thinking that. I was just rhyming hoe for show. Is this like what head. you're thinking? You're like, I'm not here to give good advice. I'm not love Dr. John today. I am love Dr. John. <laughs> no, but I mean, per her question, I'm like, does she want different dick or does she want more dick does she want a threesome does she want like what is it see why are you like filling in these things did she say a threesome she just says like well the reason i asked like does she want to incorporate someone where that no, maybe she's... something she could talk to with her husband or boyfriend sure whatever they are yeah boyfriend but if it's she wants different dick that's totally different i mean she's it's just like... like i think thinking of she's wondering she says she often thinks about what other penises would feel like I'm here to tell you, just get a dildo. <laughs> if you're really that interested in feeling what other D's feel like, I don't know. If you have a they good relationship, though, molds. if like you don't love your relationship, then yeah, like you owe it to yourself to explore other people. Like, again, I'm still just ignoring you. Well, I was just thinking like what, she, a dick mold of what? Like other her people's boy, dicks. That is a is that not what a dildo would be? What, did, what is she going to do? Go to her friend and be like. Can you make a dick mold? I'd really would love to fuck you, but I don't want to cheat on my boyfriend. Please make a dick mold so I can know what other people's dick is like. Would that be considered cheating? It's a good question. I don't know if I did that. I come up with really good <laughs> scenarios. Let's say I ask Goo for a dick I mold. I would be offended. <laughs> exactly. I would be offended. Like, excuse me? <laughs> I'm like, no, John. I just want to feel what other peens feel like. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think you have to look deeper into your relationship. I don't think it's worth it if you actually love your boyfriend and you're satisfied there. But if it's right. just in the bedroom, there's other things that you guys could do. Introduce some toys. The grass isn't always greener, you know. But I do think if you are having these thoughts, maybe you aren't really that happy in your relationship. It's true. You know, it's stemming from somewhere. Have you ever known anyone that's like, is getting off with their partner, but still wanting something else. I don't know. I feel like all my friends who Cause are with... Does that with... mean it's sass... Like, are you sad? Like, after you get off, is that like the all in, like, oh, I'm satisfied? Or is there always craving more afterwards? Are you asking me, like, once you finish? Well, I don't know. Or if you... Yeah, like, once you're... Is that enough for someone, I guess? I think if you're fulfilled in other in all the other places in your relationship, and that's why it's not just like so black and white, like, oh yeah, we're it's great in the bedroom, but it's like, okay, but if your relationship is well, shitty outside right. of the bedroom, like just having good sex is not going to compensate for the overcompensate for the rest of your shit relationship. Like you okay. can't be with someone for good sex just as if you can't be with someone exactly just but for sex. That's not my hypothetical. Or whatever, for the opposite. Right. Like, you don't want to leave someone just because your sex is shit. You could... That's manageable. Like That's not my hypothetical. So what is your hypothetical? My hypothetical is, like, everything's good. Your relationship's great, everything, and you're getting off. But I guess intrusive thoughts of, like, wanting new dick. Like, is that is that common? Like, still wanting more? Do you want more? No. No, I'm... I'm actually just thinking from a female perspective. But I guess it could be a guy's pr perspective too. I mean, again, I think that's why I just said it's not as black and white right. as like just good getting good D. I'm just trying to get in deep, you know? <laughs>
Pun intended. Next question. I'm currently in a three-year relationship with a girl that I live with. Everything felt nice at the beginning and is still nice. The problem is that I can't feel anything towards her other than the feeling of coziness, warmness, and all kinds of married for 10 years, even though we're in our early 20s. I'm missing all the spicy feelings and butterflies. I only miss her when she's gone for days, and I kind of prefer spending more time outside while she's an introvert and likes to stay at home. I don't know if I'm lucky that I found someone that I'm comfortable with and who knows me so well and if I should just shut the fuck up, or I'm still too young to be in a lame relationship and life has more passionate feelings to experience. Just shut, shut the fuck up. Also, if I have to leave her, will I feel extremely guilty for letting her go since I know she depends on me emotionally? Are people surprised that, like, I almost feel like this fades? girl deserves way better than you, right. honestly. <laughs> Break up with You're her not so she can leave. Those move like on. endorphins and all the the butterflies and shit, dude. That fades. That fades. Do people think that like you're gonna have those butterflies and uneasy feelings the for rest your, of your life? life? This no. isn't the fucking notebook. <laughs> Tell him, John. Get him. <laughs> this isn't walk to remember yeah keep going john what else isn't it like this isn't, this isn't <laughs> 10 ways to lose a man yeah this how isn't to lose virgin it. river <laughs> no like grow up grow the fuck up i know dude come on this can't just there's a should lot, I just move on but there's a lot of questions like that like uh my I don't have the spark. Mm. The spark, Baba. Like, dude, fucking act accordingly. The re <laughs> welcome to the real world. Also, work on your relationship. As long as you guys get along and you and you fuck regularly <laughs> and like you don't want to kill each other, I think you're in a pretty good relationship. <laughs> I just think that people think that being comfortable is, is a, a bad, bad thing. thing, and it's like, no, don't you know? Like when I love, being I, I heard something, and it was like. If you're getting butterflies in a relationship with someone, still, that's anxiety. It means like you don't feel safe. <laughs> I actually never heard that. Like if you don't feel safe with someone, like because I'm honestly thinking to our relationship, like I don't know that I ever felt like oh, John texted me, like oh my god, is he gonna is he you're, gonna care you're about me? My like feelings right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think because I've always felt literally so comfortable and at home with you. But that's how you know, like you you shouldn't have feelings un of uneasiness. And like, yeah, we still mm. oh, have I see spiciness. What you're with like the butterflies, yeah, uneasiness. Like you don't know, is it? Yeah, be? oh, like, <gasps> that's interesting. It's like no, that's not a good feeling. Always. I mean, of course, like you still have like the honeymoon phase when you're with someone, but like again, all of those feelings fade and. Sometimes they're not always good to have those feelings through. If you're still at year four and you have spiciness and butterflies, like, and you're not, and you're not okay with feeling warm, fuzzy, comfortable. I don't know. I, I feel like that's not a good thing. Yeah. Change your, change your fucking tude. Change it. Uh, but listen, there's a different thing between also spicy keeping your relationship alive like yes you should still have feelings of love and you should still be attracted to your partner and you should still have things spicy but like those butterflies and the, again the honeymoon phase is not lasting forever so right get over yourself get over yourself. but yeah i think you should break up with your girlfriend but that's so that <laughs> she could be in a better relationship <laughs> okay next question I got together with my boyfriend right before the pandemic, 
For obvious reasons, we spent the first year, year and a half, stuck indoors with not many options to go out and do fun things as a couple. Now that the pandemic is over, it has become a huge problem because he hardly wants to go out and do things. When I envision the type of relationship I want for myself, I envision it with someone that wants to experience life and travel. He blames his job and that he's tired all the time and wants to just hang out at home. But I don't deserve a man that wants to spend time with me outside of our apartment question mark this has been an issue for almost a year now am i being selfish no i don't think you're being selfish i think you guys are in a transitional period now where it's you know how you met was a different environment than it is now and growth and change is important and to make your relationship healthier like he should be able to want to do things he should want to do things with you i also before like you take the drastic change and you know talk about ending your relationship over this do it for yourself like get yourself out of your apartment do these experiences without him and i think again like we've talked about this before like you can lead by example and influence your partner based on your actions. So I think like maybe if you do plan these things for yourself, maybe he would follow. But if you're waiting for him to join you, like sometimes that doesn't create action. And I just say this on like a smaller level of like us, like we like all plan things and you'll be like, I don't want to go. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm going to go. And then usually you're like, okay, I'll join well, you. you. You know, you know what you're doing. You're, tri you're tricking 100%. me. 100%. You're fucking tricking me. But you me. always have a good time when we go. But I think it's oh my about- my God, like always. <laughs> you do. But it's about balance. And so I think that you should still be experiencing these things. And if he doesn't want to join you, and then if it does become a problem, then, you know, you can take it from there. But I think like- I'm also, when I'm just going back to like us, I'm- but I'm self-aware that I'm like, I need to put our marriage first than anything. I'm like, and these are things that you want to do. Like, I'm a self-aware enough person to know, like, what things that I should be doing. Right. And I'm willing to, like, meet you halfway. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not doing anything. Right. And you respect that. And I don't know, we're just, like, really good at that. And to to get to that space in your relationship is tough. Well, all relationships are about compromise. And I think it's either like, well, it's my way or the highway. It's like, no, not always. But it's like, you guys have to compromise and come to a place that feels healthy for both of you. Like, you can't always be the one who's doing what you want to do, but your partner can't always be the one doing what they want to do. Like, you have to meet in the middle and I, work together. I hate spontaneous, though. Don't, don't catch me off guard with something because I'll be really pissed about it. But you plan something... I know about it. You just like to have a plan. But if I was like Spawn, if I was like John, we have first class tickets to see who's your favorite band. Whatever. You two. <laughs> Nickelback. Tomorrow. Alex, I've never heard. I've never <laughs> listened to any of those. You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Carly, well, Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> yeah, Carly Rae Jepsen. That gets me going. You know what I mean? Like, I think it just depends. Like, you you could be spontaneous in that. Right. But maybe it'll be a little easier. Like, what are the small steps? Like, her doing it on her own, but maybe planning something. And he knows this Wednesday, Wednesday of next week, we're doing this. Right. And it just gives him but all also, the mental time to prep for that fucking Wednesday. But also, you don't have to say, like, you need to do this. Like, say, hey, there's tickets to this thing. I'm going to get them. Like, if you want to join me, I'd love to have you there. But, like, I'm going to go either way. God, that makes me feel so bad. You saying that, I'd be like, well, I'm not going to not go. <laughs> well, that's you, though. But this relationship is different. So, again, it's finding compromise together and what works in your relationship. Okay. Next question. 
I'm getting married in about two weeks. Love my fiance. And I'm so pumped about the life we are going to keep building together. But I'm a bit of a gal pal. I'm 33 and didn't think I'd fall into love and want to get married like this. So I've cultivated a life full of last minute hangs, friends, travels and trips and being the friend that's always down for anything whenever. And I've been the one to watch friends find love and start to get lame a million times. I don't want to be that person. My fiance is more of a we could chill just us type of guy. And although I'm ready for a lifestyle change, I also want to make sure I'm honoring my friendships and not leaving anyone hanging without the version of me they once had and might need. Thoughts? You're another one that's in a transitional period. I mean, you have to respect. I, I feel him, though. I mean, he's going to have a rude awakening if you're going to be someone that's going to be around your friends all the time or inviting friends over. You got to be... You're going to have to learn to navigate that in a way where it's like you're respectful of him and his space and spending time with him and doing what he wants to do, but also him respecting what you want in your life. And, but as you get older, like, I don't know, stuff changes. It's not just you anymore. It's you and your partner. Well, I was going to say like, when you get married, your partner becomes your priority, their wants, their needs. And again, like similar to the last question, and vice versa him is, to you. Exactly. There is compromise. And that doesn't mean that you can't be a friend to your friends anymore but like yeah you're you you really can't be that same type of friend who's openly available at the drop of a dime for your friends when your husband is priority now at this point but you know you guys have to find a place of compromise where you could still be a good friend to your friends but yeah things do change when you just how things change when people's families grow and they have children like your priorities change your responsibilities like and other people are doing this in your life. So you don't have to, other people are changing. So like, why shouldn't you, you know, I think it's, it, I would be pretty disappointed and upset if I didn't feel like I was priority right. to you in our relationship where it's like, Oh, I'm actually going to go see Janet now or but do that's whatever. Like a natural Just like, flow of life. Like yeah. you even said that your friends have changed, but like you use the word lame and it's like, it's not lame to, prioritize your relationship it's being an adult yeah it's almost like understanding that everyone is growing and and putting more energy into their families and their careers at this point and like you don't always have the same bandwidth that you did when you were in your 20s to give to your friends like it just changes but good friends understand you and respect you for that and you're still able to keep that friendship perfect i have nothing to add to that Amazing. Amazing. Great Next question. job, Alex. And also, congratulations on your marriage. Wishing you guys huge success. And, and also, like, subscribe, <laughs> email, email, comment. We need the reviews. Five star I want the reviews. Wow, John, Give them to me. A mid podcast call keep, out. I keep forgetting. Nice. All right. Next question. I am very into mountain biking and I'm always looking for new people to ride with. My partner doesn't ride, but we do plenty of other things together. Oftentimes we integrate our hobbies, but on a day-to-day -day basis, it's usually our time we spend without each other, which we both really love. I've heard you both express and many people in the comments how giving out your phone number to people is crossing a huge boundary and opening up options, which is disloyalty. I don't disagree with this, but is that a black and white situation always? If I go biking and meet someone, 
someone male or female and we like riding similar trails and are at a similar level and just get along and enjoy riding together, it's pretty sweet to stay connected to ride again sometimes. So I give out my number or Instagram and shoot them a text if I'm out or vice versa. Do you guys feel like this is crossing boundaries? Should I slide that I'm in a relationship into every conversation I have with new people to avoid potential confusion? Though I haven't really met anyone who seemed like they wanted more than a trail buddy. I think personally it's not all black and white it's not and the issue with the last one was that she was attracted to this guy yeah obviously and they hung out in this situation like you've given or like uh, like instagram exchanges i feel like are still like a level even though like the same things none of this matters it's just being respectful of your relationship with your partner you ask your partner like if they're okay with that because i agree having a buddy system mountain biking one is fucking dangerous, dangerous. i've done it I i've mean, almost killed myself on it so is surfing though if you want to look at it that way right. i think the difference but here though they were attracted to each other this is different every scenario is different i think speaking with your partner first about this like are you comfortable with me doing this because you know in your gut if you're like i'd fuck that person <laughs> <laughs> You know. You take that spandex bike suit off right yeah. now. I'm going to just tap that ass. Rail. Ooh, Ooh yeah. 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 Fuck this is that a, dick. This is a hot scene right now. <laughs> I'm thinking like we could do like a role play. Ooh, Alex, my bike. <laughs> I have a flat tire. My tires tire. are flat. Can you help me pump up the bike, please? I'll help you pump up your tires. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think we should go buy some suits right now. If, I feel like this is going to turn into like a porno situation. It's not, John. I hate Somebody to. Somebody should make this. I a hate porn. to. They, we should copyright your tire. this. I hate to flatten your tire. It's not. Oh no! I need. Oh help. no! My leggings are <laughs> coming off. <laughs> they rip off really easy for some reason. You know what we should do if TikTok doesn't work out for us? Only I feel like we could. I was going to say be directors. For in, only, oh yeah, we we could direct we could someone's direct. OnlyFans. What a change. Change of direction. <laughs> but you're still directing. Yeah, exactly. Did we answer this question? I mean, I just think that like, you know. I think you're being respectful about it. Just like speak to your partner first. Because I do agree having someone with you in a dangerous situation. Dangerous. Mountain biking is dangerous. Let's just be honest. And like you said, so is surfing. But it becomes to like, you know what's best. Are you attracted to this person? Don't fucking do it. It's your intentions too. Like if you know that what your if you know what your intentions are going in, but it's open communication with your partner, I don't know. I think I it's wouldn't just, have a problem, but sure. Yeah. I don't have to go with you to do something. You're going with someone <laughs> else, go. I'm going riding on Kyle. I mean with Kyle. Oh, Jesus. Next question. There's no seat on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on something. <laughs> it's a face. <laughs> oh my God. Next question. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Next question. I have a great relationship with my husband's family. However, I've been having a hard time recently with comments that they have been making about my and my daughter's bodies. I had a baby about a year ago and was fortunate to lose the baby weight fairly fast. I've always been petite and come from a petite family. I try my best to eat healthy and work out. His family continuously makes comments about my size post-pregnancy and accuse me at our last visit of having an eating disorder, although I ate the same portions as everyone else. My daughter, who is almost one year old, one years, one year old, one year old 
is perfectly healthy and eats great. My father-in-law commented about her potential risk for being overweight as a teenager if her appetite continues. Is he a fucking nutritionist? I was just curious about your perspectives on the situation. I don't know if I'm just being sensitive or if I have a right to be offended. It makes me especially uncomfortable that these comments have most recently been coming from his father and grandfather. I love his family, but I do not want my healthy daughter to have any kind of criticism from family members when it comes to her body, and I do not appreciate it for myself either. How do I approach this fuck, issue? Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck them. And your husband should stand up for you. Stand up for you. This goes to him. This looks like it's directed towards the the dad and the grandfather. You need to direct this towards your husband. He I don't needs know. to direct this. I would people are so fucking hyper focused on people's bodies and weights, no, 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 especially no, no, no. I'm women. The direction of this, whether the, whatever the fuck they're saying, I'm just like, just try to cut that out of your mind. You need to come to your husband. I would. I, yeah. I, your husband should, of course, come to your defense, but I would fucking say something, right? I would be like, what are you doing to, right. what, like, and why are you even commenting on what I'm doing? Who the, what the fuck does it matter it's to you? It's easy for us to say this. We're not in the situation. It's not, she's by herself with all of his family. Oh, so your daughter is one and they're commenting. I'm just saying it could be intimidating. It could be intimidating. You're at dinner. All of his family set in the scene. Make him feel you awkward. And your daughter. They're gonna make you feel awkward. Turn it back on. But them. not everyone is us. Me at the dinner table. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, you can go <laughs> fuck yourself. You can go fuck yourself. But not everyone's like us, and it's intimidating. And I'm trying to think of it from that perspective. That's why I'm like, your husband needs to be the one first to go out and defend you and say shit. And the fact that he hasn't is very disrespectful. It's also very easy to be like, oh, their parents are old. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to excuse your age for your poor behavior. No. Like, shut the fuck up. No. I just like, again, we're in a place where I think it's, you're allowed to feel the way that you're feeling. You're justified to feel the way, the way that you do. But I think it's also okay to turn it around on them and make them feel just as uncomfortable. Comment on his fucking body then. <laughs> fire with fire. You're like, nope. <laughs> toxic versus toxic. <laughs> yeah, that's not the healthiest respect way to your go elders, about it. But... Elders, like the respect your elders thing, like your elders need to respect you too. Respect goes both ways. And that's just unfortunate that they're speaking like that and it needs to be nipped in the ass. I mean, understand you defend your child and yourself at all costs too. So, but I think the first step is your husband saying something and if your husband does not then then you step up to the plate i think yeah your husband can absolutely come to your defense and she says she loves the family so yeah i think that's fine but i think that you could also call someone out on their bad behavior and be like right. or we don't comment on my body or my daughter's body but thank you yeah <laughs> i'd appreciate you don't do that <laughs> okay <laughs> okay yeah thanks choke on that drumstick thanks <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm sorry that you're going through that. Again, this is one of those things, too, where you can't control what people say. You can't control other people's actions, but you can only control how you react to it. Well, at this point, it's not you can't control what people are doing, but you have to stick up and defend your child specifically because yeah. they're not in a position to defend themselves. So, yeah, I feel like you should say something if your husband doesn't. Absolutely. Right. But I understand like you're trying to be respectful and be like, okay, with the family. I know it's a touchy Okay, but situation. if they're not being respectful, you don't have to be respectful. I'm, I'm just saying like, I but know yeah. where she's coming from. I get what she's doing. We're the worst people to ask because I'm like, fuck you. Start a fire. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like burn the house down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it, John. The good ones will get out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Save the pets. <laughs> good job.
That's it. Good Done. job. Nice. X. X. Our, our X for both of us. We need to put up a united front. I was it like a song or something that was saying it's like we go together love each other in public but fight in private or something like that we're so bad at like whatever we're feeling that's coming out in the moment C-U-M-M. <laughs> that that's coming yeah you're right i mean i think we get better with we've gotten better over time about like having our arguments behind closed doors we're just such open books though like our whole podcast is us bantering open yeah yeah. so then we find a platform we're like yeah we have to be a united front after saying after the last hour of us bantering back and forth i guess it is hard because like we do share our lives and everything about us like on our platforms so we're we're like so open about it it's just easier we're like fuck it we're already talking about all of our shit already like what's the big deal no but i do think it's important to be a unit you know and ultimately we are a unit but well fighting's healthy and we learn from it and and we normal people do but what's like a real ick what's an ick i feel like i have no it's definitely my ick like you yelling at me in the pool yesterday when was i about what because i didn't get the right angle videoing like for the shoot and you yelled at me but then you apologized of course well i'll always apologize if i'm wrong (laughs) I'm not a but later idiot. <laughs> an hour later, but it's okay. I'll take it. No, it wasn't an you hour actually, later. You're, you're growing. My actual ick, um, that's not related to our relationship, is restaurants without AC. We went to a mm. restaurant recently, and it was just so hot. And I get it if it's outdoors and you know whatever, like you're choosing that. But if I'm sitting inside, why? Why is it 90 degrees outside and 90 degrees in the restaurant? I don't need the authentic heat. <laughs> yeah, I was like, AC. Listen, specifically, specifically, if I'm eating something hot, so yeah. it's already hot, then I'm eating something hot, and then I'm sweating. I mean, maybe it was broken, but I just feel like I would like that type no. of info before, like a disclaimer, like, hey, we don't have AC in here, so you're gonna have a miserable time if you're gonna sit in that seat and get swamp ass. I would just like to know. They should tell you that. Yeah. Maybe it's like a known thing and we just like weren't in the know. Because I don't mind being hot. Like if I'm choosing to sit outside, it is what it is. But it was just late. I was sweating. We were doing work the whole time. I was like, I'm so tired. And now it's <laughs> fucking hot. I'm like, God damn it. Let's just shove this in our gullets real quick and leave. And leave. But cool. Is that it? I think so. Perfect. Anyway. Well, one more time. Like, subscribe, email, email. comment, five stars. We Thank you guys love so much. Your positive feedback, guys. Thank you. Oh, wait, John, read a review. You had a good review to read. That's right. Sorry. My review, our review, <laughs> my review, <laughs> our review. It's a long one. Words of affirmation. First, here are some words of affirmation for John. Dear John, you are so totally awesome and the coolest guy ever. LOL. My husband is your number one fan, mostly because he constantly agrees with everything you say. In quotation, I roll. You and my <laughs> husband both share so many of the same opinions and sense of humor. But now, some words for the real Oscar winner of the show, Alex. <gasps> Me? He did LOL, so he must not have meant it. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what that means. <laughs> Alex, thanks for being so awesome and relatable to me. I love your outgoing personality, and you seem like such a genuine person. Love the vibe you oh. give out. Both my husband and I listen to the podcast and the advice and topics bring so much balance and fun conversations 
and disagreements. It's great to know there's another couple out there who share the same sense of humor, confidence, and true connection in their marriage. The podcast is so refreshing and brings me laughter, especially on mornings when I need a good pick-me-up to get my day started. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you, that Yuri so sweet. and Robert from Texas. Love it. Thank you guys so much Thank for tuning you. in. You guys, you can find us everywhere at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. And you can reach us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com if you want to send us an email. And we will see you guys next, we'll see you guys next week. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> Bye. Bye.